Welcome to Saka. Erupting blunt launcher. Joy Sorry, for some reason, I thought a thousand years was about to come out of your mouth. A thousand years! <laughs> this joint of mine is burning red. <laughs> it's smoking fumes. Tell, Tell me to relax and not worry about victory. <laughs> sack up, sack up, sack up. I am Steve, with me here today. Madison Waldo! Kenneth Sack up, nerds. It's not like, okay, it's not like oh, Arizona's the best place to live, but I just feel like, I don't know, maybe when you're growing up, I feel like there's so much like, oh, I gotta get out of Arizona. It's like, yeah, no, like, I get going to new places and seeing new things. I think that, yeah, we just really But like, at some stuff. point, like, I've been in new, I've been to other places, a lot of places are pretty shitty to be Well, honest. that's the thing is, like, have you, have you seen the roads are... and houses over there? Like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Seattle, it's funny, I was just listening to Super Best Friend cast when they went to PAX Prime last, last year. Oh, uh, the McDonald's story. Yeah, the McDonald's. I was like, we've been to that McDonald's and we know that story. And then they're just like, Seattle fucking sucks, man. It's just like, like, there are parts, like a lot of parts of old America, just really shitty, like really old. Hey, the Midwest sucks balls. I would never go there. Yeah. The East Coast, like... Well, there's no... You the, East Coast, there. the East Coast has got culture and stuff, but like... Like the roads suck. Like the roads that are only... The ro- well, the roads suck. The weather sucks. It's expensive as fuck and there's no space. So it's like... Like yeah, in the UK. So I don't know. It's like I'm, and like I wouldn't. I'd be fine living in the East Coast or whatever. If I could afford it and still yeah, maintain or whatever. quality of life. But I like, would. I'm just saying that what we get here is nice. You know, it's not bad. Yeah, no natural disasters. If I, like, if I were to leave, it would be because a really good opportunity came yeah, that so required like us really... to leave. You know, like I wouldn't be like. I just gotta get out, guys. Like, if I was in freaking, like, Kansas, yeah, I'll be like, guys, we gotta get out of here. People like, like, and this is something I've been talking to Mark a lot about, because he's looking at actually going to Seattle, because one of his co-workers from the city went up there, and she's like, you know, the company I work for is looking for a lot of talent. I know you. I would get you a job in a heartbeat, like, and you'll get paid a lot more than you get paid in Arizona for the city. He's like, he talks to me about it, he's like... You know, man, I've lived here my whole life. Like, I feel like I haven't... I've been to other states, but I've never, like, lived in another state. And I'm like, you're not missing anything. Like, it's just like living in any other fucking state. But well, I mean, so what you, what, move, what, what you miss out in Arizona is, like, culture. Like, yeah. I, I agree with that. You're, there's more I, culture in other places. I don't give a shit. But, like, if, if you want a better, like, to, like, a place to live, like... I think better living, part of Arizona. Like, well, there's stuff, like, you can't get in Arizona culturally, like, and I agree. Do you the, want water? Uh, I'll take a little bit. But to be honest, like... Are you good at the big culture-y stuff. Like, Seattle's got that whole, like, video game, like, underground art scene thing kind of going. They're, they're still the music. Place. So, yeah, well, they got the music thing, but it's very, like, artsy, so, like, that's why, you know... And I... It's a pretty nerdy city. Like, that's true. So that's cool. But, like, everywhere else, like, oh, New York, East Coast, whatever. Basically, what's what's good about it? Like, the bar scene? Yeah, There's great. I think, I but, like... Well, but just, yeah, like, for the most part, like, I don't go clubbing anymore. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. 
Or even like if I did, like what we have here is enough. So yeah. I mean, like I yeah, like if we figure. get paid like massive bucks to go somewhere else, yeah, like it, I'm, I, I'm not gonna be like I have to stay here. But I don't feel like I have an urge to move until something great. Like what you get in other places is the culture, and what part of culture doesn't like do I need? So I don't need like art museums. I don't need <laughs> in New York. I don't need. And it'd be cool, but like I don't need. A better nightlife, like LA is gonna have that, like New York's gonna have that, Philadelphia, Boston, they're all gonna have better nightlife, night scenes, like things to do at night, rest- like better food, restaurants, like yeah, they'll have all that stuff. That's the thing though, is if we ever wanted to be like, I really wanna like take this trip, I wanna drop 300 bucks on like a four star meal or something, then we just drive five hours to LA and do that and then come back, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just, but they have that at their at the tips of their finger for the yeah, want to. I, so I like that, I get but... wanting that. So in that sense, like living in Arizona is like, I can see how people think it's like, kind of boring but at the same time it's like I'm, I'm busy with work I'm busy with Gina I'm busy with you guys it's not like I have freaking time to go do all that shit okay. of which like I'd rather just save my money I don't know uh, for me I'll tell you right now I will not move unless you guys move too which is basically guarantees I'm never gonna move cause who's <laughs> three people or families are gonna supplant their lives to move somewhere like it's, well if we have a company or we're successful we need to have new yeah, quarters gra- granted like, but no, you know what I'm saying like if so, if someone some company in California came to me and was like hey we'll pay you $150,000 to come work here I probably would say no just for one, that's not a lot of money. I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> as like, good as that sounds in California, you'd be probably like, making less than like... If it was... If, it, if they came to me and were like, we'll pay you like 20% more than you make right now, I'm like, mm, that's not... Like, they would have to come to me and be like, we'll pay you like $20 million a year, and they'll be like, yes, yeah. I'm going to go for like three years, and then I'm going to come Well, then all we're doing is we're just commuting all the time. <laughs> yes. In a private jet. <laughs> Dude, China's been cracking down hard on all that corruption. It's about time. Like, they're fucking going like, <laughs> zonkers on it, man. Yeah. And people are scared, is it? People in China. Well, the people Ali, the owners the party of Alibaba. in China. Just, no, everybody, because fucking everyone's corrupt, so everyone's fucking scared. Well, any officials corrupt. Skiz, Anyways. Fucking president of China is a zealot. Um, gotta love it. A lock bar? Welcome to Sack Up, I'm Steve. I'm Addison. I'm Ken. See the sack, bro. Taste the sack, bro. Pass, bro? Skittles. He's trying to be remember uh, that. Just get, like, taste the, the rainbow. Yeah, see the rainbow, taste the yeah, rainbow. Yeah, it's just sack bow to me. It was I was like, I can't. I think it was bro. The sack bro. Sack bro. Yeah. See the sack, sack bow. Taste the sack hey, bow. All the, all the women out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, it is Sunday, April 5th, and it is not any day earlier than that. It could not possibly be the case that we are not recording on Sunday. Although it's totally fine if uh, we are recording on a Thursday. Yeah. Day. If Thursday we were to be recording on a Thursday, because it's totally not what we're doing. Yeah, that's not what we're doing. But we're in our new studio. Um, AKA Steve's a- like AKA office. My office at my new house. Um, so I don't know if it's going to make sound quality worse or better, or maybe the I same. I think it'll be better because there's less space for shit to echo out. And yeah. I, I don't know. I'll be excited to listen to it either way. So. Yeah. Those <laughs> are. So um, let's do short weeks. For you guys, real fast. You play anything interesting or watch anything interesting. We'll keep it to that. We all know we worked. We all worked a lot. And moved. I also moved. Started watching Breaking Bad. With Gina, right? Yeah. And What do you think of it so far? Had you never watched it? Nope. I watched a couple episodes in the middle when I lived with Steven and he was watching it. I just like tagged along and watched a couple episodes. So I kind of don't like it. So Why not? It's just... 
not that interesting. I guess fuck the status it's, quo. It's it's hard for it's hard for me to get into it because I don't like the main character. And it's the point of the show is he he turns into a, an evil motherfucker, but it's just like everything I I see here and I go. I don't like watching him do his thing. I think he's a huge dick. And I think he can do things a lot smarter, too, for being the self-prescribed genius guy. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. Well, he's, he's got no street smarts, right? Like, yeah, he doesn't okay. come from the hood like you. Yeah, totally, me. right? Yeah. <laughs> On top of that, so, like, my favorite character is actually Jesse. I think he's, like, the only like, real, character. real character in there. The wife annoys the fuck out of me. The wife annoyed everybody. The son, the, son, the son annoys me. The sister annoys me. And yes, for a while, I was okay with bitch. the brother-in-law, but the brother-in-law annoys me too. Now. He's an asshole. He was an asshole yeah. all the time. You like you. Like, so what character am I supposed to? So literally, my only reason for watching that show is to just be like hoping that in every episode something shitty happens to all the characters. That's literally like the only motivation I have to watch. Give it time. Well, you're, you're only on the first episode. You're only on the first season, right? No, I'm on season three. Holy shit. Well, consumes like me. We're at the point where I don't know. This is like a spoiler thing, but if you have not seen all of Breaking Bad yet. Then turn this off and watch all of Breaking Bad. I was going to spoiler, but basically he's just at the point where they've uh, they've bypassed Tuco and now they're kind of trying to run their own operation. That's really all it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I don't know. You'll has he met has he met Gus yet? No, so Gus. he hasn't gotten to the point. You'll like Gus. He hasn't gotten to the point where they've kind of gotten big time yet. They're still like just tr- they're trying to fill the void of like the, sh- the distribution void. So I don't. It's like not been terrible, but I guess I was. Hoping, yeah, based on all the rage. Well, the everyone, thing, ke- everyone keeps saying, "Oh, just watch the first season and it gets better." And nothing lives up to that to the hype, right? Like, if you don't board the hype train while the hype train's going, if you if you're like on the thing the is, like, I the never, train, it's never. But I had good. seen a couple episodes already. I never was really that high on it anyway. So I was watching more like, well, I'm I'm waiting for this to impress me, and it's just so far. Other than. I don't know, nothing's really impressing. Walt's just an ass. I mean, there's some funny moments, but even, like, there's no, the last episode I watched, he's just, like, Jesse, one of his um, distributors gets, like, held up at knife point, loses his... Mm. Oh, yeah, that whole thing. By, like, a crack whore and her crack whore husband, and he invades their house. Crack husband? Yeah. With the safe episode? Well, they yeah. have, like, they jack the an ATM. ATM. I they legit still, fell asleep. They steal an ATM, and literally, for that, like, so that boring. entire episode... Do you they, know how that episode ends? Yeah, doesn't the, someone get his head smashed? Yeah, the safe. Or, they, yeah, the, 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 the wife. The wife down. kills the crack whore. Wife kills her husband because he calls her a skank. Yeah. She's like, I, I remember. She's like, I ain't no skank. She, she I ain't no skank. Crazy. Yeah. I ain't no skank. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like yeah. literally. So the entire he walks in. There's like five minutes of him shuffling around the house. Five minutes of him trying to like find people. Finds the like little kid. Awkward silence where he makes the little kid food. Falls asleep. Wakes up. They come in. Then he just like holds him up. And then proceeds to just like hang out with them for literally a while. Like, they try to, oh, open yeah, ATM, yeah, all this shit because he doesn't have the guts to kill him. And then they trick him, get his gun, knock him out, leave him alive. He wakes up and they're still doing shit. Then the father dies and then he like walks out. They're literally like nothing happened in the entire part of that entire show other than man Jesse fucked up again and crack whores are crazy. I've learned that. Crack whores are crazy. I felt really bad for that kid. Well, when you think about like, but think about like the impact that that has on Jesse's character and like of all the people in the show, you see Jesse's character impacted the most. Well, it doesn't show anything new about his character. He, in essence, doesn't change. He's a good person that made some bad choices and is addicted to drugs. 
but wants to do better for himself and is sadly disappointed his parents and wishes to do better. And it's literally his entire character the entire time. Walt just goes from like, I'm a good husband to just, I'm fucking crazy. I love power. Well, like, see, the thing with, that's interesting about Walt for me, though, is like Walt is a good husband, but he's married to a woman who like doesn't really acknowledge his existence. Like the scene... Like the scene at the be- at the very like the first episode, you know, it's his birthday, and she's like going to give him a hand job and stuff. But she's like watching, uh, she's like l- searching for something on eBay. Like she's trying to buy something on eBay, and she's like, "Oh, it's it's your birthday, huh?" And she starts to like give him a hand job, but it's the most half-assed, I don't, sad, unfortunate well, hand job. And then she like freaks out in the middle of it, and he's like, "Oh, oh God, what happened?" And she's like. She's like, I just found like these rocks on sale while she's trying to give a hand job. That's like my fear. Well, but that he wasn't like he didn't even get turned someday. on though. Like part oh, of the thing ready. is she was part of the thing is she was like, like not she wasn't upset, but she noticed that he wasn't even getting aroused. I don't know. Well, he like starts to get into it. You can tell well, that he's like just, trying. I don't know. That that to me well, is less, that, that to me is less about <laughs> if her. If you're gonna get a half-ass hand job, I wouldn't give a boner for that either. I guess that's like, that's that's that, that to me is less about her. Less about her being bad to him. Just sort of like. Yes, the whole point is he's stuck in, like, a monotonous sort of... He's like, got a dead-end life. Gener- well, just, like, a generic relationship. He Nothing exciting has happened to him, and he's done the very safe route. And he's basically, an, quote-unquote, an exceptional person doing ordinary things. That's literally his life. He's an exceptional person doing ordinary things. And realizing, finally, that he wished he had done exceptional things with his life, because he's an exceptional person. And, therefore, that gives him the license to become crazy. That's... That to me is the gist of the show. Well, though, and the whole <laughs> you're the, not wrong. Well, and a lot of the show, I think, is like it's not necessarily it gives him the license to. Like at the end of the day, like that's the basis that he has for being crazy. But that doesn't mean he has license to do well, it. He, he, start, just, he starts to do it. That's his justification, and yeah. that's part of the show. Is like, yeah, is it justified at all the things that he does? Well, no, he he becomes the like he starts to do it initially because it's for his family. Then he realizes that he can do this. He realizes he's making all this money, and he likes. And it. then he sees his friend do gray matter and do all this stuff that he never could do, or like he should have done but dropped it because of whatever his relationship with that girl. Yeah. And so now he's just regretting that he's a freaking high school teacher making 40000 a year when he could be making tons more and money. That's the thing. He was so close to being a millionaire. And it's just like, imagine being like, you're you're like 50 years old. What? But why? And you that's his that fault, close. though. It that's is his fault, but that's not still being like, regret. Well, I'm a genius. Why am I being a teacher? But I think that every, I think everybody has that fear in them of missing that opportunity. Yeah, but they don't become age. a meth maker. It's not even like, because like he's at the point now where he's like, his, his, Personal life's completely changed. He's like... He's just full-up well, he, drunk. He, yeah. Well, he had, like, lunch with the, the his ex-girlfriend or whatever she used to be to him. Yeah. And he's just like, fuck you. You know? And it's Whenever like crazy. he tries to be serious, I laugh. Because he, he cannot pull off serious. Well, yeah. I think he can. I don't know. It's just... I can't, well, I can't explain it. But every time in the series <clears throat> when he would try and, like... Yell at someone and be like really imposing or something. I was on the floor. <laughs> or like when he's, anytime up. he talks to Jesse, he basically treats Jesse like at least where I'm at now. He's basically the point where he treats he just demeans him constantly, and he's just like I just I want you to handle it, you know. And he gives him the gun, and he just is at the point now. Like I think the moment he went to Tuco's place and basically just like fucked him up with his like you know fulminated mercury or whatever. Oh yeah, with the bomb, dude. And he's just like That was the best. Not realistic at all. No, it's so that, cool. That's, that was cool, but I'm just saying from a character standpoint, now you get to point point of no return. You get to see like, now that he's enjoying being bad. I mean, that's the whole show of breaking bad, but it just I don't know. He he doesn't intrigue me as a character. I think it's a little unrealistic, so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I like 
character studies like that. And for me, like, it's the the very subtle ways that the characters change. Like, Jesse, you know, was he starts out as, like, a meth maker and a dealer. And he thinks that he's so hood and street. But then when it comes time that he's got to handle it, right? You see that struggle in his character of, like, oh, well, he... You see him realize, like, oh, this is what it means. Well, but he's to never like that. Guy. Even, like, when... Oh, you're like, eight... Oh, well, yeah. But even when, like, Crazy him, Eight, right? they killed him, like, neither of them could kill the guy. They had to flip coins and, like, yeah. took them all. Like, they just, they just... He didn't want to be the guy. And even trying to, like, destroy the body. Like, so even within, like, the first, like, four episodes, you find out that Jesse isn't really hood. But he, like, you... It's interesting to see how far he'll go. And why will he go that far. Right? Because he, he could stop. Far. He could stop. He could, like... The, the whole thing with Jesse, especially, is that the whole time you're like, he could stop and turn himself into the cops and, like basically rat Walter out and probably walk from the entire He situation. hasn't done anything terrible, and I know he probably, they'll probably do like a lot worse later on, but to be honest, like he, it, it plays just into his character. He's a, basically a failure. Walt is like a, the dominant personality. He's basically a submissive person. He feels yeah. like a failure because he's always failing, and so like, why does he keep doing it throughout the show? Like, he's had plenty of opportunities to stop, but it's in his personality to keep going because A, he's poor, and he needs the money, and B, he's got nothing else to do with his life. He's tried to get a job, and like found out he yeah, isn't like, willing to yeah. that car sales yeah or even like he doesn't have a he doesn't have a degree like his parents don't take him in so he's got all this stuff where he can't he's like at that point where if he stops doing this he just has nothing to do with his life and he's gonna just become like a crack whore so he just does this because he has something to do and he can kind of be successful in it and make money and he knows it but he could stop at any time then too so I'll wait until later in the series he gets worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's the and, then, and then and then Tugo pissed me off. And then don't you you have to like, me off. I don't know. Just everyone just you, everyone you that to, show like, pisses me you off. You have to divorce that show from its choice of air quotes villains because they're almost all like like Gus is a pretty Gus is great. Compelling. I love Gus. I love. I Gus. like Gus a lot because he's so like cold. Right? Well, he's just like but so like business minded. He's like yeah, the Don Draper of the meth world. He's like, like he's not. A compelling character, right? You don't learn anything useful about him. He's literally just like make meth for the cartels. Oh. That's the thing is, I feel yeah. like yeah. I feel like for having such great characterization, maybe it's just me. I just kind of feel like they're all just really bad caricatures. Well, they are. So, yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. You I'm, can give I, us your Gina, review when you finish. Gina it. seems like the show. We'll keep watching it, but it it has not lived up to what I was hoping it would be. Yeah, Addison, how about you? Have you ever heard of Broad City? No. Broad isn't white or Broad isn't girl? It's called Broad City. It's on Hulu. It's uh, technically on Comedy Central, but I got a Hulu subscription, so I've been going through all the old shows that I like, and Broad City is fucking funny. Is it? What's it's it like a female version of Workaholics, but better. It's a broad like girl. Yeah, I guess. But it's very funny. I would... They... It's very... There's only two of them. But they... They portray, like, a close female friendship in a way that you don't really get anywhere else. Because, like, every time that you see, like, female friend, air quotes, friendships in movies or in a TV show, it's always either the catty, like, cheerleader typicality thing where there's a clear, like, dominant hierarchy of The women. alpha, the alpha, yeah. like, the queen bee alpha yeah. bitch, like, or, girl style. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, Which that's... Which is how girl, girl relationships are, very commonly, I mean... Well, that's the thing, is I think, watch the show and tell me if you still feel the same way, because they're us. Like, they are really 
overly dumb versions of us and like well because they're women no it's just the way they play their characters are like very i don't know it's a very funny show claire not that i believe women are stupid claire turned me on to it totally believes that and it's i don't know it's in like its second season right now and it i think it'll go far i think that like i mean there are female relationships that are like that like what you're saying there where they're just kind of like more like us but most female friendships, especially, like, I think ones that are more, like, I, I guess it, uh, at younger ages in general, there's, like, a queen bee. There's, like, the alpha female and the beta female. Well, that, that and, I, and I've studied this. I've seen this. Well, I was going to say, I was like, what life. makes us qualified to make that distinction? I have watched, like... Um, a lot of fake relationships on television. No, I have watched the relationships of my peers growing up, and I always noticed this, like... My like my first girlfriend Sam when when we were in high school she was best friends with Liz Brack who you know who she is Ken I don't I think you remember her you don't uh, you I don't actually might know. be Facebook friends with her you might be but they were like they would be like they were best friends but you would see that like Sam would be the one who got all the guys right because she like because, and Liz would be the one who just did what Sam said and they would did what Sam wanted to do well so and, like that. That mechanic, if you want to call it that, still exists in Broad City. Like, the, there's Abby and there's Alana. And Alana's very, like, outgoing. She smokes a lot of pot. She parties all the time. She steves her job. If I could call it that, where she shows up and does the minimal. Her job is literally to... Her company that she works for is called Deals, 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 and her whole job is to get deals that the company can sell to people. Yeah. It's very unclear deals, what she deals, does. Deals. We get uh, deals. But she's the, it's, she's the character who, like, <coughs> leaves at lunch and doesn't come back and, you know, very irresponsible kind of person. And then you have Abby. Which is not me. <laughs> I know. I was just... I'm just I know. You're just ribbing job, job ribbings. But then the Abby character is very, like, she's a more conservative she still like smokes pot and has like you know she can have a pretty gross personality at times but she's like really believes in her art and that i don't know i, I can't really explain it as tardy to watch but like that mechanic still exists like a lot of drags abby around everywhere to yeah. do stuff with her yeah. and everything but it's not because ilana like needs someone to be with her or something it's because she's a crazily like in love with her friend like she just loves hanging out with her friend they make a joke of it but like too much almost and so she's like if i'm gonna go do this thing i want to do it with my best friend yeah so she brings her best friend along it's not like well i need someone to come to this party with me come with me you know you get a choice it's it's like well i'm gonna go to this party you're coming with me we're gonna have fun, yeah. you know. So. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's if you ever get the opportunity, and it, and it may be too late now because I mean, now we're like you guys are more in the adult world, and I and I just kind of go to school. And I don't socialize in school as much, but I mean, I saw it with Kimmy, like Kimmy and her best friend. And Kimmy tells me this, so like, like Kimmy is, was best friends with this girl Rachel, and Rachel was like the alpha female. Like Rachel got all the guys, Rachel, mm-hmm. yeah, and. Like, Rachel got all the guys. Rachel was the one who usually would be like, we're going to go here and do this thing. And she was the one who, like, had all the connections. And Kimmy would, like, go with her. And, like, they they were super close and best friends. And they wanted to be together. But at the end of the day, like, 
Kimmy wasn't as willing to put herself out there as Rachel was, and so Rachel was the, always the center of attention. And center that's true among but men, I, too. I was going to say, that's not to be just women. I feel like you can have guys in it that have that same dynamic. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's because we have all been in... We're, you, well, like, we should I, never take us as the rules. We're well, very egalitarian. I've got, well, I've, got, like, I've got a coworker, and she's got like a group of friends, and they're pretty much like us, where they're all roommates, and they all do different things, and they're different, but they all hang out all the time and do all this stuff together, and I don't know. I just don't... Feel like there's like well, but I'm talking like, about like very like it happened like in female best friendship, like not just like a group of female friends, but the the when there is one like two girls who are super best friends who are insanely close and just like totally in love with each other. That dynamic, I I mean, it happens over and over. Not with every single. Not every time, but like I, I find that to be. I guess I don't know if I've got, I don't know if there's like empirical evidence here other than just our own. Well, no, we. I mean, we're always going to be based off anecdotal evidence. That's what makes the conversation interesting. But that's just how that how Broad City portrays it. It's incredibly funny. I'll check it out with Kimmy because yeah, it's a really. It can get pretty raunchy, so you know. Well, your delicate sensibilities, but oh yeah, totally. I'm so worried. (laughs) I'm I'm less worried about you and more about Kimmy. But Kimmy likes raunchy stuff. She just doesn't like blood. Okay, she'll be relatively fine. Yeah. Huh? She just doesn't like anything gory or anything like that. It was one of the reasons she don't she like don't watch Watchy if it's witty. She just, yeah. just doesn't well, like Watchy when it's stupid. It's, that's the thing. is They they do it in equal measure, and you can tell it's on purpose. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. It's like, been Gina loves show. South Park. She does, which is awesome. Yeah. South Park is great. Well, it's very witty, so... So, so I watched not a lot, because I've been so buried under school and moving and stuff, um, but I have been kind of ticking away at Mad Men and also Futurama, um, and I'm in the later season of Futurama, I think I'm like season eight, and I feel like that show, it just like, it, it, I feel like it is getting better with time, but there's like certain things I'm noticing more, like, I remember a while ago we had talked about how they play up the Fry and Leela angle more. Oh yeah, but the they last do... like three seasons of that show are... Pretty much all the seasons of that show past the movie season yeah. is literally just them are finally getting it together. Yeah. <laughs> but you see like, things... For Fry, no reason. Fry dies a lot, I've noticed. Like, in the later seasons, he dies and then miraculously comes back over and over again. But one of the things I've noticed is that it's funny because Futurama is a show that was started, then canceled, then brought back, then canceled again, then brought back, and now I think it's finally been... It's gone. Yeah. Good. But the... Um, you'll notice that like the the where they're willing to take the jokes is a lot further than like when the show first started. When the first start, show first started in two thousand, you can tell that the level of like what's acceptable mainly broached by Family Guy pushing the envelope so far. Like especially certain things like Hermes, like they make they make like black jokes and pot jokes with uh, with Hermes where he'll just no problem yeah he'll like he'll say things like I'm on a mostly natural high (laughs) like you know I'm on a mostly natural high man yeah exactly (laughs) that's really good I know so so, um you know that show I think is just like it just is getting better and better Mad Men I'm still like I'm working my way through it and um Seeing how Don Draper is just kind of descending further and further is being interesting. I did also watch all of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt with Kimmy. That I've show that. is good. Is that the one where it's she's like part of a funny. cult or something? So yeah. she never understands the world and then she gets free. And she's yeah. like, I'm yeah. free. So like, it's about this girl who basically... Um, oh, I don't want to spoil this. So, but it, like, so basically she gets um, free abducted. Well, she gets abducted and put into a cult that basically says that the world has ended. So she gets put into like a... Uh, fallout style vault where she has to live and she's there she and three of three people that are also in there are basically like 
weird religious slaves to this guy who's their leader and then they break out and it's about her going out into the world but the humor is just like it's like spot on for us it's a 30 rock show yeah Tina Fey wrote it yeah and there's some stuff in there that like like uh, they mentioned it like I've heard some people mention this and I kind of agree especially towards the end Tina Fey plays a lawyer at the end and she's like married to her co-worker lawyer but they don't know anything about the law to the point of unbelievable stupidity. Well, yeah, I heard like, that too. There's, there's like, there's no way in any realistic world that they would ever be in this courtroom, and that's like the least realistic thing about the show. Like even the whole the bunker thing, that's believable to a certain extent. People live in bunkers, but I mean, when you find out who, when you find out who the preacher it is, it is the best. I've already heard the best. Re- that is the best reveal. And the thing is, they hide it so well early on because mm-hmm. of the beard and stuff and the scraggly hair. And then he, like, cuts his hair, and you're like, oh, shit, it's him. That's fucking awesome. And I won't spoil it here. Like, watch it. They're only 23-minute episodes. It's easy to binge watch, and it's really funny. The, the, yeah. There's this gay guy, this black gay guy who ends up being her roommate, who's an actual Broadway star, and he plays uh, essentially a Broadway artist who, like, wants to get famous on Broadway. And he, like, auditions for Spider-Man the musical. <laughs> it is the best. The best. It's, oh, God, just just watch that show. It's I'm, so good. I'm actually, I'm going to save that one. I'm going to wait till they get more seasons. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that they bring them out sooner. But, I mean, they brought out, this season was only 14 episodes, and they were only 23 minutes was, long. So, it's so it's Well, that, it's a standard sitcom. Is that a Netflix Netflix only, yeah. series? Yeah. yeah, okay. So, they hit a fucking home run so there. I'll watch when, it in four years, then. Well, Kimmy was Kimmy was like watching it, and I was like, "Oh, the show looks kind of dumb." But then the more I watched, it, I was like, "Oh shit, this is so it's funny. It's so good. <laughs> it's a great show." I need to get back. I kind of took a break from all my like for a while. The only shows I was really watching were like How I Met Your Mother. Big, this was back when I like they've all gotten stale now, but that was like when Big Bang Theory, How I Met Your Mother, like right, there's like crimes. really big shows. Yeah. I kind of stopped watching that, and then so recently I've actually been watching New Girl a lot more because I watched the first season and I stopped. Kimmy watches New Girl, like, she'll put it on when she goes to bed sometimes, and I feel like that, in that show, someone screams every episode. Yes. It seems I, like in every episode there's people just being like, ah, I ah, love, for maybe, no reason. Maybe for me, I, I love that show. It annoys show. the shit I out of me. I love that show. But I, I watch, I, I have exposure like, to it in the context of like there's to sleep and there's like screaming. Her, like, constant breakout into song annoys me, because I think that stuff is really lame, but just, I think, to be honest, their dynamic yeah. Of the I guys, it's kind of like us. Schmidt, Schmidt, is, the Schmidt is the best. Yeah. I just and he he's kind of gotten worse. I feel like since the, like well, the first they, season, they're, he try, was, they're he was trying spot super on. hard for him now, and it's kind of. But he he was like spot on with him. He just the shit he said, like just his entire character was so outrageous. Just this Jewish guy, this Jewish kid who was super fat, wanted to be cool, became. Tried to become cool so bad, he basically just became like that douchebag guy that no one likes. Yeah, but doesn't know it, or kind of does know it, but. But he he knows it completely. He just chooses to ignore it completely. Just like he has like his birthday, like he was he was themed danger. I don't know. It just it's, yeah. He's a it's a funny show. But yeah, it is also like literally every episode, someone is screaming. Yeah, for some reason they amp the slapstick up every now and then for sure. Yeah, it just sounds like that to me. So maybe someday I'll check it out. Like I feel like my I get like my plate in general is full, but like with with life. But right now, like, I'm happy watching Futurama and uh, Mad Men. Well, you're on season eight of Futurama? How far into it are you? I'm, like, season episode three, so. You've only got a season after that. Yeah. The last episode of that show is totally shit, by the way. There's, like, there's certain, like, with, with, it takes, like, a certain thing to get me into a TV show, and it's hard for me. Like, Kenny and I have watched almost all of Friends. And, like, 
Friends is a good show. I actually thought it was a pretty good show. It's a good show, but I, I don't it. love it the way that she does. Maybe it's because I, I wasn't on the hype train when it was on the when it was going through the Friends hype train was. Like I, I like it. I think that like that I find I find certain things about the characters egregious, mainly that Rachel's a fucking bitch. She's like the worst character ever that I've ever seen. And like That still cracks me up. And like I don't know, but with that show, like I'm, it's it's not so good. Like with Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, I got into that because Kimmy was watching it, and that was something I would have watched on my own, like a separate from her. But I never want to watch Friends. There's never a time where I'm like I would like to watch Friends. I, that is something I want to do right Netflix now. Netflix sent me a thing when Friends got on Netflix. They're like, "Hey, do you know what's on there now?" Spam. I never get emails from Netflix. Well, anymore. I can see why. They obviously have no fucking idea who I am. They're <laughs> like friends. Well, I can see why um, why people think Friends is such an amazing show. but And I think it is good, but it's not like addictive to me where I need to watch every episode. Like, Kimmy watches Friends. Like, that's like her thing Rel- that she puts, Religiously. Well, it's what she puts on when she goes to sleep. So, like, she'll like, we'll watch the Friends. I- the idea that she- you need to have... A show on when you go to bed seems I do that. ridiculous to me. Well, I fall asleep to my tablet. Yeah, everything. people. Some people can't turn their minds I need off. Noise. When they go. I need silence. I need and noise to turn my mind off. That's the thing is when I when I go to bed and it's completely quiet, I'm just like, I'm gonna die someday. <laughs> and that That's keeps Kimmy. me up. Yeah. <laughs> we should wipe. I do. Well, I do. I do it the other way around. For me, I have probably have those same thoughts, but I just stay up to the point where I'm exhausted. With the moment I close my eyes, I fall asleep. Yeah, I just. I don't even let myself get into bed unless I like. If I'm in bed, it's because I was already asleep on the couch. And I have to wake up and crawl. That's what drag I myself into bed. I get home and then I'll be like, all right, make a sandwich, put on a show, fall asleep for three hours, wake up. What the fuck time is it? Gotta eat dinner, make a small dinner, go to sleep. And it works now because I'm I'm still tired from my nap. But my problem now is I wake up at 3 a.m. and I'm like, I gotta be up at 6. I could go back to sleep, but I'm gonna wake up and be super tired. So I'm up at 3 a.m. like, oh, come on, son. You know? (laughs) Come on, rise for me. I just want to go to work. (laughs) Yeah, I... I will. I have like a whole ritual that I do where I like fucking get ready for bed and then I like I read for a while. That's me. That's the I'm trying to be like really quiet because I know that like, you fine. pick up all the stuff. So, yeah. um, I but I read a lot. Like I'll read for like an hour sometimes before bed, and then see. I have the and, problem where I'll read an hour before bed and then I'll and get then into the book and then reading. I'll just read it until four a.m. in the morning. And be like, uh, well, fuck. If I had a lamp in my room... You'd read more. (laughs) Or if I had a lamp on my... Like, it was really easy for me to read before when I didn't have my desk because my uh, computer would be over there. I'd just turn it on to GrooveShark with some music and the light for the monitor. I can see my books. I'm like, okay, whatever. Now it faces away from me, and so I'm just like... Can either have my light on and never fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't do much reading anyways anymore. I used to be a purist about books, but to be honest, I read almost everything now on my tablet. I can't do it. I think I've been. I still buy the books, and I do like having. Like, if I want a special time, I'll break out a book. You know, and like for all special fun time, you break out those sweet, sweet leather. All my favorite books, I'll do that. But it's actually kind of cool because now, also, the books are getting beat up. I'm only reading them only. But like, I all basically, I'm like, like name of the wind, all that shit. I'll read that in paperback. But for the most part, when I'm just chugging through shit. I'll just get it on the tablet, and it's nice because you can just like skip around. You can do whatever. It's just and it's, it's got a backlight, so I never need my own light. That's, the thing I love with, about my tablet is since you you can go and get free uh, 
ebooks for like computer science stuff yeah. everywhere. Like, like educational of, shit is super well, yeah, free on ebooks. A lot of people who write books for like O'Reilly will just release a PDF. And so my downloads history is like C++, Java, JavaScript, just like a hundred books. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <man. laughs> To be honest, I'm taking, you know, I don't like saying that I do this, but I, I basically just download books for free now. And I'll download them. And then what I do is every like six months, I've just, I will just do a, a purchase and I'll buy every single book that I downloaded all in one sitting. Yeah. So now I just have boxes of books sitting around because your I must, office. I must have, I'm telling you, I'll have that library one day and I'll have yeah. every book in there. And now I'm up to like 258 books now. I love owning books. I, I There's some books I have two of. Mainly Name of the Wind. I have two of those. And like, I have two as well. Yeah, like, because one's signed by Patrick Rothfuss. Exactly. So. I, I, I love owning books and like, I'll probably eventually get into the tablet thing. But I've I've just always loved books. I it's love also the an feel easy... of a book, the smell of no, a book. No, well, that's why I always buy the books. Yeah. Even though I download the things for free, I'll always buy the books, especially because I, I want to give them to the authors. It's one thing for it on, like, a, a TV show or watch a movie, but, like, a lot of the authors that write these books are, like, they're actually poor. So, yeah. I like... It's like hair You mean they're authors? Yeah. For the Very few authors actually, like, you yeah. know, yeah, the George R. Martins, the J.K. Rawlings make a ton of money, but for the most part, a lot of people I'm reading, you know, like, they probably... I mean, I'm, I'm, they're not, like, poor, but they, you know, I've been their book sales probably 8,000 a year, which is not terrible, but... No. Depending on where you live. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the news. Uh, so, lots happening in politics this way this week, and specifically today, there it was just a lot of stuff that happened to come up, so... Well, they changed that law, finally. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, I haven't read the new revisions, if it's actually done anything, but... Yes. They basically got shamefaced in the changing it, so good for America. Go yeah. America! Indiana and America. Arkansas are well, Arkansas never even passed theirs. No, they did pass it. They did. Well, they and they did had to make revisions to it. Did it really? Yeah, it passed. No, I thought the governor no, said he wasn't going to sign he it. He vetoed it and there said, okay. you need to make changes. They made the changes came back to him. He passed it. Yeah. But. Like, the governor, like, because of all the backlash in the end. Yeah, it's like, we ought to be careful said, about it. He said originally he wasn't going to do it. He wasn't going to do it anyways, but... He didn't sign then it. he saw an out, and he's yeah. like, man, nah. I hate gays. So well, to be honest, like, it was really weird. I was listening to the radio and NPR, or another thing, and they're like, yeah, you know, this bill that Indiana passed, you know, and, you know, this isn't the only one. He's like, and he, they brought the example of Jan Brewer videoing the bill and, like, was giving her props, and they were like, good job, Arizona, and I just sat there, and I was like, that was random. Well, you know, I don't know <laughs> Never thought I'd hear the yeah, day. Exactly, right? <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day. Well, well, after like the shame like of SB like what SB ten seventy, it's kind of like there's a little bit of redemption in that life. <laughs> I was there. I was reading a, a story because if you look at Mike Pence's reactions to government of Indiana, if you read his reactions to the so blowback that he got, well, that's the funny thing is there's no there's not a, a single fucking chance that they didn't know. Oh, for sure, but, he, but, he, but he acts like he doesn't. Well, know. no, everyone in the like even the legislature like. This was a big deal. <laughs> this didn't happen before already. And get oh my gosh. <laughs> we totally but knew this was going to happen. The funny thing is, when the original bill was getting passed, there are these three guys in Indiana who are like the, the sort of leaders of the religious and conservative like caucus in Indiana, push for the original bill super hard, gets into office. And now you see everyone but them... Like, they want the governor to veto the, uh, the changes that were made. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. It's like... Just give it the fuck up. If you want to go live in a religious state, go live somewhere else. Yeah, go, go live Utah. In, go live in somewhere where Sharia law. Well, the thing is, yeah. That's like, the thing is, like, if Alabama just turned this shit down, like, you got no chance in America, yeah. you know? Well, that's the thing, like... Although, although it blows my mind Indiana. Like, not that I think that Indiana's, Indiana's completely, like, liberal and all this shit, but I just... I imagine... Midwest, South. In my mind, the Midwest has more respect than that. 
I I assume the South. I assume hospitality. I assume the South is going to be like that, but that's yeah. not what I expected from the Midwest. So. Yeah. So they basically like are bringing the changes forward, and it, they're basically just repealing the law. No, they're not. Like they're, it is the first time that Indiana will ever have a law that explicitly talks about gender identity and sexual orientation. But that's all it is. Is it's an amendment to the law saying, like, you you know, you can't overly burden someone's freedom of religion, but you also can't like deny gay people pizza. Basically, it's a, the, in the in the bill. It's basically literally just saying there's a clause that says you can't discriminate against gay people. That's literally like it's the entire the, law with that amendment, right? There. But the thing is, is like there was this whole like religious freedom thing, and the whole point of passing it was so people could discriminate against gay people. Like yep. religion, it, that's people's why religious freedoms, religious caucus back. Yeah, are not overburdened in any way. There's no danger. Well, no, you to gotta it. you gotta remember that you know when when religious people say religious freedom, what they really mean is. My religion. my religion, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even just my religion. It's, it's not that they lack the freedom to express their religion. It's that everyone else has the freedom to do theirs, right? Yeah, or to not have one. Like one of the biggest thing that really sucks about this this shit is they spend so much time on the gay issue. But what about atheists? What about agnostics? What about people of other religions? Like. That's not... You can't just, like, leave that in the wind because there's one LG, LBGT or whatever the acronym is. But how many times have you ever heard anyone being denied service or being discriminated against because they're an atheist? Doesn't matter. I've never it's heard of that. still possible, and it was especially possible... Probably just because it's though. harder to tell someone an atheist than it is to tell someone an atheist. <laughs> yeah, how do you even find out someone's gay, though? I mean, like... Wow. Well, well, sometimes you know. Not, not to be that guy. I try not to judge. But. Well, yeah. I, 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 like, I can see what you're saying, but at the end of the day, like, I've never heard of someone of, like, a small-town pizzeria dis- discriminating against someone who was atheist. Yeah, because, but that's, the thing is, America doesn't give a shit about atheists, though. 16% of the population of this country is atheist, but you don't really see it come up unless some, like, school is forcing a Christian flag and the one atheist student who was not afraid of getting the shit beat out of him is like... Hey, you probably can't like force me to to say God's name or whatever, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm sure it happens. But the funny thing is, we actually got to see a microcosm of what the bill actually did in the two days that it wasn't amended. Have you guys heard about the two stories for this? Yeah, the pizza, pizza, pizza place denied the. Did you guys hear about the candle place? No. So there's the pizzeria place, Memories Pizza, who overtly came out and said, "Thanks to this bill, I don't gotta serve gays." They said, that, and they said we are a Christian yeah. organization. We're a Christian pizzeria. Yeah. <laughs> also, so they shut down. But they shut down. They they begin like death threats and shit. So, <laughs> but there is a and there's only I guess there's only one like documented case of this as, as of yet. But there is a woman who runs like a online business for selling candles across the nation, based in Indiana. And, like, most of her client base is like, yeah, we're actually not going to buy from you anymore. Until your state stops being such a fuck-up, we will not buy from you anymore. She's like, why does that happen to me? I didn't vote this guy. (laughs) It's like, all right. Yeah. Well, that's the worst part about the entire thing is that you have people who I'm sure are perfectly reasonable, perfectly good people that really, like, yeah, had to suffer. And hopefully it's a short... No, this is will be it, and the amendment's actually reasonable because okay. you never know if they're trying to like be all weird about it. But there's still there, there are even people who are against the first one who are against the amendment because honestly, the amendment still doesn't go far enough. Like yeah, so yeah, but so but, you just hope like if obviously you want you know the civil liberties to be protected of all the people, and that means putting economic pressure 
that's the way to get people to change. You yeah. incentivize them by economic pressure. But, you know, the people that are going to feel it's Indiana, you know. So And it's, and I mean, I've had that conversation with people before. And, and my, my line with that is it's unfortunate that the people of Indiana have to experience that. They should go out and vote and get, and get, Pence revealed, like repealed, like get him recalled, get him removed. From <laughs> repeal him because yeah. he is a law. Yeah. Repeal him. Well, Repeal Mike like... Pence. Remove him from office. Like you, the people have the power ultimately. No, they don't. That's and as you've said that before, I'll say it again. You don't have a choice. You can recall him, but the next guy you get is going to be just as bad or worse. So you... keep recalling. Like that's the beauty of the government <laughs> that we guess, have. But that's you recall what you recall. And the thing is, citizen, is that can you even like? As a I don't know if you can actually pull for a recall. I, I thought that had to happen. You'd have to like, you'd have to basically like pass, like, like get a petition to get it into the Senate, and then the Senate would basically have to vote. You know what's funny, by the way? There's a federal version of this law that exists. Could I have the president be recalled from office? No, the the Religious Freedom Restoration. Act. Yeah, but um, it has protections for gay, gay and lesbians, like gays and lesbians. Like, no, it doesn't. And it's, is it just what not enforced then? It's, or is it just like no, a blue book law? There's no federal like, statute that prevents it, discrimination against gender identity or sexual orientation. That's despicably missing from the list of <laughs> unacceptable Because it hasn't been taken in the Supreme Court yet, like yes, officially. Yeah. And it will but, very soon. And who signed it into law? Who? Do you know who signed Barack it into Obama? law? No. George Bush? Clinton. Clinton. Ah, Clinton. 93. I've heard this multiple Big times. Bill. Oh, that. yeah. And I actually remember that. Like, yeah. He, you know what? Well, I lo- also signed the I Defense of Marriage Act. I love Clinton, so I agree with him. But Clinton, kind of, <laughs> Clinton comes out and says now that, like, he did what he did at the time under pressure, and he he, he regrets it. He does not. That's, he regrets signing that's that That's the bill. cop out. He doesn't regret it because it let him do something else. But yeah. Well, it's, it's different now, too, because I feel like with social media out there, like, really, like, what made this change was, I think, was social media. And the fact that everyone could get their voice sort of heard, you know, and like people pushing stories, and like the one this came out in Indiana, like I would, it's quicker to get if, scary numbers. Yeah, for some well, if this, if this to was see ten years ago, even with the internet or bound, like I probably wouldn't have gone to like Yahoo.com to see the news. But now, like I'm just on like Facebook, and you just oh, like shit's blowing up. Or I'm yeah, on Twitter, you everyone, see it, it's easy I'm, to see. you know, I follow all these sports people on Twitter, and they're all talking about this shit. You know, I've got you know, you got sports people doing it, so I, it's it's kind of cool to see. Sort of that much power in the hand of hands of the people, so to yeah, speak. But so once again, until yeah. we start getting some candidates who are actually worth being elected, it's all bullshit, anyways. So they're going to make those changes, and that's good. And once again, like economic pressure wins the day, and and well, it's always, good to see the big businesses see, out there who the care. Only language that they speak. On a short, we'll, we'll go short on this. But there's one argument that I heard today on NPR where a guy was talking about the fact that like. Uh, there's companies like Apple and other companies who are happily happy to do business in the Middle East in countries mm-hmm. where if you're homosexual, you can be murdered. But for some reason, they are not happy with it here at home. My my personal take on that is that those companies can't control the other countries, but they can't control it. Happens well, here they home. can't, they can't claim to argument? be a fucking moral citizen of the business to if be they're going to take yeah. that position. But that's... You know, to be honest, I... I don't think Apple cares about it here. I bet Apple would do... Oh, Apple super Apple. cares. Have you seen Tim Cook? He's no. He's been going crazy. I know he does. Like, I know that. But, the, I don't know. It, it just, to me, Apple is an entity. I know Tim it's Cook a shareholder will drive it. But as an entity, like, they're still going to do business in Indiana. The thing is, it just, here, you have to have that, like, if they were if they were to be bigoted like that, if it were to be true that everyone who works at Apple hates gays, like, they would... 
they would get destroyed. Like, their company would literally be destroyed in an instant. So, you have to, at least in America, you have to keep parents. If you can do whatever the fuck you well, want. You have to, you have to ride yeah. the progressive wave, no matter what you believe in. It's not even progressive. It's just, you just gotta, oh, you gotta raise. Well, like, it, right now, it's, this was a progressive thing, and I feel like it's very much, right now, it's, it's just like the, the I don't know, with all the people going out. Well, it's, it's the all the companies want to be seen as companies that are in line with social justice. Right, exactly, right? So, exactly. But that also means being progressive. Speaking <laughs> of progressive, there's some cro- progress that happened in Iran today, according to Obama, who claims that the Iran nuclear agreement that they made today during this during the summit they were having is historic. Addison, bad. you claim that that is not the case. Take well, they haven't here. actually made an agreement yet. They like people don't understand that. First of all, these negotiations have been going on for a long fucking time, but there's no agreement that was made today. They won't have technical definitions for an agreement until June 30th. Today was basically like everyone finally came together and says, "Are you like going to be? Are you going to be able to change your mind on a hard position going forward?" It's a lie, but the thing is, in all of this. And I hate to take, like, the Republican position on this ever, but, like, it really... With the way it was laid out to me in abstract from what I read, it is not far enough. Like, the whole point of this agreement is Iran believes it has a sovereign right to nuclear power and production, but obviously no one wants them to have a nuclear bomb because they have publicly said and are politically aligned with the idea that should they get a bomb, they will turn Israel into dust. They will nuke Israel. They've come out and said it. Just like Fidel Castro said if he'd gotten a nuke in the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis, he would have launched it at America. Like, they're they're just fucking insane. So today's agreement was basically, like, laying down some framework, and then they're going to have actual details get hammered out until June 30th. And it should be noted that, that agree- this agreement was supposed to be done on Tuesday, but people are so gung-ho about making mistakes that they decided to to give them two more days. But I wrote down a couple of things here and like the main points are uranium stockpile and enrichment. We need to make sure that Yeah, they turn the monitor around. Yeah. It's we need to make sure that it will take Iran at least a year to develop enough uranium and stockpile it to actually have a working bomb. Cause they're gonna develop a bomb anyways. Like anyone who thinks that Iran, like, oh, the sanctions are lifted. We will abide by the agreement. No, they won't. Like, they're going to be working on a bomb the entire time. We're going to do everything we can to make sure that it takes them at least a year, right, to actually get the uranium so we can set up a military action or whatever the the case may be. Mm -hmm. Plutonium separation production, it's another path to a different type of bomb. A plutonium bomb is usually a dirty bomb instead of a nuclear one. Like, it's just... So if they... they if they are producing and separating plutonium. Yeah, because you get plutonium from, like, a deep water reactor instead of your normal, like, uranium, which is just big radioactive tubes in a giant pool that generate energy. And that's another way that they could get a bomb. Yeah, it's not... I don't think it gets them a nuclear bomb, because as far as I can tell... I I mean, I've done pretty reasonable amount of reading on nukes but <laughs> usually you're not plutonium, a nuclear engineer but <laughs> yeah i mean from what, from my understanding plutonium is used to make like a, a dirty bomb instead of a nuclear bomb so yeah. something where you just disperse plutonium all over a populace and they're all like well cancer and die <laughs> over 30 years yeah. like 
the the big sticking point for me is this like the whole of this thing is literally supposed to be in force like all these nuclear like hammer down on Iran to stop them from making a bomb is only going to be in force for some duration and then after that duration they're free to do whatever they want are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like 20 years they could just wait the 20 years to make the bomb nuke Israel it doesn't change anything well, I mean, you can't. How do you stop an entire nation from essentially entering you, into the nuclear? You sanction, sanction the what we've been doing. But yeah. I mean, like, they have to eventually advance. Like, or they well, don't want to make it just be grounded to dust. Keep them from a in the dust forever, if we yeah. have to. I'm totally okay with. So, that. so is it just, until they decide to stop being a religiously run state run by madmen who publicly go out and and wish and hope for the second Holocaust until they decide to join. The national conversation, or international conversation, I'd say, and be a real, like, international citizen, they should be sent back to the Stone Age. It's that simple. For me, it's not so much that, oh, they're religious, blah, 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 you gotta put them down. It's just that they've shown that if they get a nuke, they're gonna nuke another country. So it's like, I just feel, regardless of how you feel about them, just everything aside, they have, if they've said that they have a nuke, they're gonna nuke somebody else. And I will put that for any other country, you know? And that includes, you know, if, if they have a nuke, they could nuke us, you know? I'm just saying, pardon no. me, but there's a chance, so... Well, or nuke or, or just even, I don't, I just don't want any nukes, period. I don't care who yeah. has it. I just don't well, want, And I you want, know what's funny is we did the same thing with North Korea, and look how that oh. turned out. Yeah, they got nukes anyways. Yeah, so like, and you think Iran's going to be any different? No. <laughs> they've won the most terrorist groups in the world, like... Every all the civil unrest in the Middle East right now, aside from Iraq and Afghanistan, basically all the the coast, right, is one hundred percent Iran. They fund Hezbollah, they fund Hamas, they fund um, like Al Nusra Front, and all these organizations that are just like you're a different type of the same religion as me. So I need to fuck your country up forever until you <laughs> until we win. Like no religion. Yeah. So it's it's stupid. So it's, it's tough though because. They I mean, should have I was, more sanctions, and and then sanction them so far that the people in in Iran will rise up and want something better for themselves because they know right now they're proving that with their complacency, quiescence. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, what's the show um, that Anthony Bourdain does? Like the travel food thing. It's not a food thing. It's an actual like. I mean, he does food, but oh, it's Real for jobs. CNN. No, it's my life under Sharia law. <laughs> My life for the shit. No, uh, it's, this is gonna bug me really now. But I think I know what you're talking about. It shows up. It's called. No, it's called no. Re, it's called no reservation. Yeah, no reservation. That shows yeah. up in my. And he doesn't go to just all like really foreign places. But I saw an episode where he went into Iran and like he was just there, and they recorded him, and he the met North with Korea of the Middle East. Yeah. So I mean, and things you know, he has a lot of conversation with a lot of people, and a lot of them do say like, you know, hey, you know, our people are suffering. The, the normal because the sanctions are just crippling yeah. they really are you know they have young like unemployment skyrocketing they have all these young men and women who can't get jobs anywhere because there's just nothing to do there's nothing to make there's nothing to sell it's they, illegal to own a television it's or a radio so it's part of the Republican Guard so it was just it was interesting no, where it is wrong. it is tough because you see that and it's like yeah on one hand it's like it, should any civilization be or society be forced to be like that so, once again, there's not really a good answer. <laughs> well, there's a really good answer. Yes. If you're going to, if you are 
outwardly going to say I'm going to nuke another country, then your people are going to suffer. Well, it's the same thing. That, it's the but, same thing with Indiana thing. It's like you just have a lot of that. you just have a lot of good people that are probably suffering for the consequences of where they live. And, and I'm they don't sorry choose, for they don't each choose and every one there, of them, but you know? they can choose to change it. They're not going to do it. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So, like, part of I think part of it is when you have a society that is being crippled by these sanctions, you're also they also are weak. They they are crippled to the point where they can't rise up against their government. They have hardly have sustenance. They hardly have any money. They don't have any weapons. What are they supposed to do? So it, it your your idea is yeah, just crush them into the Stone Age until the people get pissed off and rise up against the the dictators who are controlling their lives. But how are they supposed to do that when they? What's the other choice? There is no other choice because you lift the sanctions, they start making money again. They make a nuke, and you've avoided nothing. At the very least, we can contain them right now. Like, yeah. if they get a nuke, it's not like every other country where it could be like, okay, we'll, like, interact with you as equal now. Come nuclear non-proliferation, like, keep your nukes, just don't use them, please. You can't do that. They've already said they're going to fucking use it. So. I guess we can invade them. Take yeah, over like we did in Iraq. <laughs> well, yeah, what happened? Look at the Iraq's public government's already falling apart as we speak. Or not public, but the... The, the democratic government of Iraq is basically in shambles right now. Yeah. Speaking of Iraq, Iraq claimed victory over ISIS in, in Tikrit to today or yesterday, very recently. I think it was yesterday. The prime minister rolled through waving a flag. And, uh, and that's so, like the second largest city in Iraq, too, yeah. second to Baghdad. So. so they're fighting, they're pushing ISIS back. They, I'm like, so proud when I heard that. I was so happy because they're finally doing it. Like well, they're showing that they can at least try and well, not fail. Well, and there's people saying that that was mostly because the U.S. stepped in and bombed well, shit it's, out of ISIS. <laughs> we did, I mean, the thing is, if you read the actual reports of how it worked, like, we had people there, but they were, like, asking the Iraqis, hey, where do you need us to drop bombs? It wasn't like we were making, we're, you, a lot of people are this. we're really trying to help them build a security force. That, like, they'll, we'll never give them an air force. Because yeah. because then we can't stomp them if they get uppity again. Yeah, I mean we could still because they get like planes that we They'll get like seven four phantoms. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the same phantoms. But like old like disassembled MIGs. Well, I mean that's the thing. Propeller, propeller planes. Yeah, they, they barely planes. even have any helicopters there, and that's that's actually been a huge problem for them because that's the primary means of taking wounded people to hospitals in war zones yeah. is a helicopter. They have, like, three of them. <laughs> and they keep Not getting precious. shot out of the sky by terrorists with RPGs. But it's it's a step forward, at least. And there will come a time where they'll be able to do this without our help. The problem is right now, and anyone can see, like, if they're on their own, they're going to be cowards. They've yeah. shown that already. They're going to throw their guns down. The reason ISIS has M1 Abrams tanks because we gave our shitty old Vietnam Abramses to the Iraqi army. And then they're like, oh shit, I'm in a tank and there's like a hundred men. I better run away instead of staying in my invulnerable tank and kill uh, them. My fucking, my, my box fortress that yeah, is on wheels and can kill anybody. They're just too fucking scared. They need to learn to stand up for themselves and hopefully this gives them a little more confidence to do that. So. Yeah. And then lastly, in bullshit religious stuff uh, that happens throughout bullshit the world, Bob. 147 people died today at, in an assault on a Kenyan university. Al-Shabaab takes credit. It's just, Surprise! It's just unfortunate. And I mean, it's still breaking and we're still learning about the death toll, but essentially several shooters went in and just mowed people down. It just seems like that's just happening so much this year, even with like the, the Jesse Charlie stuff and them going into Paris. It's just like... Well, it's only going to get worse. It will only ever get worse. 
until these people have a better alternative. But there isn't one because their own their own government religion doesn't want them to have a better life than that. Like I don't know, we can't save them. No. Don't tell us a little bit about Al Shabab. What you know? Well, Al Shabab is just essentially Al Qaeda in Africa. That's it. <laughs> they aren't they the ones who like swore fealty to ISIS? Probably. Yeah, I like it, sure, that's but... all it is. It's literally just some some Muslim terrorist uh, outshoot of like Al Qaeda or whatever in Africa, and and it sucks because Africa gets like the worst of these. Like, you get a bombing in a school, like, once every five years in Afghanistan or whatever that's, like, really bad. But this 147 dead, that's not that much for Africa, like, in terms of how bad it always is there. Because unlike, like, the Taliban or or whoever, when they roll into a town, like, they don't want to just kill everybody there. They want to own the town. They want to make sure that, you know, oppress the people so they join the Taliban. Al-Shabaab just goes in and kills everybody. Like, I've seen videos... Sorry. I've seen videos <laughs> of them rolling in, like, of, like, drone side view videos of them rolling into a town. They just gun everybody down, drive away. It's like, what did you solve there? Like, they take the infidel thing to the max. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. they don't... <laughs> well, I mean, they, there were stories that were, like, they were rounding up Muslims at this Kenyan university and, and letting them go but killing the Christians. Yep. They yeah. would just try to be like, are you Christian or Muslim? And then... They probably just be like, "Oh, I'm Muslim," and be like, "Great, tell us what the holy prayer is," and be like, "I don't know," and then you're dead. Yeah. Like, and then if you're a Christian or any other religion, they just fucking shot you. It's one hundred percent. That's what they want for the world. Never forget that. But of course, God forbid we do something to stop it. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a tricky line because again, we've had this discussion before, but Islam does not represent those that that those people who do those things. Those four people who assault university don't represent all of Islam. But I'm saying that. Give help to the people who could stop that, right? I mean, they're doing all things considered. The the African coalition that's fighting against the other one in Africa, whose name I can't remember. Like, there's Al Shabaab, and then there's another. Yeah, I don't know. Like, sure. it starts with an H or something. But like, they're pounding their asses into the sand right now because they're working together. Surprise! That actually works. Like, there's like a four African nation coalition who's just rolling into these highly populated camps. Like, owned by these terrorist factions and just destroying them completely. Driving them into, like, the Congo or whatever. <laughs> You're there. And they're finally doing well. But you you have to keep empowering them because they, they can't sustain that. Yeah. But they're a lot more willing to fight for their shit than people in the Middle East are, I'll tell you that much. All right. On to happier and more, and, uh, more uplifting things. I have this thing about uh, this economic article that I want to dissect, but we'll do it when we have more time. Yeah, uh, maybe I next week. That one was... I thought there was some really interesting stuff that I'm we could talk about. Fucking socialist. But... I am. I give mean, <laughs> everything to everybody. But let's move on to some geek news. So, Kickstarter project. What is it called? Unsung, Unsung story. story Tale of the Guardians. So, you know, as I've talked about before, I fucking love Final Fantasy Tactics. But they, the last game they released was like A2. You know, however many years ago, and I've been on the, the Game the Boy DS. Advance. No, it was, it was, it was the DS. DS yeah, FFTA was on the Game Boy Advance, but I love that game. Like, there's literally never been a better tactics game. It was so perfectly balanced. Like, there was no class that was clearly like shit, like in Bravely Default, where you're like, I don't want to be the A merchant. merchant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, 
or, or I don't want to have. Maker. I don't want to have to be the. I don't want any of my classes to be so like minutely detailed in order to use them. While I have to hyper micro their like ex like meta them outside of a battle for them to do best in a battle. You know? yeah. <laughs> like it's literally like you're an assassin. You have these spells. Cool. You're a bow person. You got a bow. Cool. And you could make either of those things work. You know. <laughs> so I saw that he was he had a Kickstarter that went up. It's down now. He got the money for it. And I was so stoked. And then I read any of it, and he's like, this would be the greatest mobile game. And, and I, this being the guy who created Tactics. The guy who was like the, the big guy on Final Fantasy Tactics, yeah. And he's... I just... The mobile gaming epidemic, and that is the right word to use. <laughs> it's just fucking... A, I don't know. It's going to push me out of gaming. Out of gaming entirely? Well, because that is the end all... Like, unless you're playing like an FPS or something, any of those games that are like strategy-based or... Like, hey, do you remember this War of Mine? That game I yes. was telling you about? Guess what's coming out on? Mobile? Yes. But it was originally PC. Yeah, but there's going to come a way, point though. where people are not going to do that anymore. They're just going to put it on a fucking mobile. Mm. And it's not a game I want to play. Like... I would love to play this game, but I will never play it because it's only going to come out on a fucking phone. I don't want to play it on a phone. I don't want to play it on a tablet. I just don't see... On my computer. At least so far, I don't like... To be honest, gaming on your phones has been a complete and utter failure. I mean, maybe... No, it's been very lucrative. It's been financially lucrative, but as far as quality games, there are... Well, not even that. Like, the thing is, you get spikes. So, like... But even now, like, I've read reports on how game... Like, these make game makers, they, they make a game, it goes, like, bonkers for, like five months and then the revenues just drop off so like who here plays Angry Birds anymore yeah like who here like even that's why you gotta keep making shitty games well, yeah but even shit screen. like so the people that made Clash of Clans and then they made Boom Beach River. but even like Clash of Clans and Boom Beach is like slowly fading out like Trivia Crack made a ton of money and now they're starting to see usership drop like there's always like that new fad game thing that people will do but it never sustains because that's the nature of these things so a lot of these companies will have like one game and it's enough to give them funding to make a new game and it's never enough to sustain a like I'm a company and I make games on like phones yeah like, you have to just keep hoping that even the best games the like Infinity Blade which is actually I hear a very good game I'm, like didn't, didn't do well in sales so it's just you sit here and well, that's because, like, for games like Infinity Blade that are actual games that would stand the test of time that might have, like, replayability, you have to charge 5 or $6 for them, and people yeah. won't pay that much for a mobile game. I have said before, like, if you give me Sonic Dash, remove all of the free-to-play bullshit, give me all the characters and, a li- and more diversity in levels, I would pay $10 for that game. Yeah, you'd pay for it, but ultimately it wouldn't be a sustainable game either, you know? I don't no, think you would make them enough money to be, like, they make more make... money with the, the pay model. And that's the thing, is... Unfortunately, that's going to succeed eventually, right? But I don't think it so, won't succeed though. to I don't, everything. I don't think though. it's going to okay. succeid. I mean, there's there's talk that the Nintendo all, NX all, might just all be of a them, fucking super all of them want phone. all of them want to get into the phone business because there's it's, it's a user based thing, right? Only you know five percent of the country owns a Wii, but ninety eight percent of the country owns a cell phone. You know, owns of which, an iPhone, yeah, or what, you know, whatever. So like, you've got it's a user based issue, but what you because you have a phone doesn't mean you like games. And yes. that will always be a truism. And that's always going to be a point where, yeah, yeah you make, you you can be like, well, if I make a game for a phone, we have all these users who use it. But I, I think they would be hard pressed to find people actively being like, I want to only game on yeah, my phone. I want to play Final Fantasy on my phone. 
No, I don't. Honestly, if I, I had Final Fantasy more, on my phone and it was good, I would play it. You'd be seeing more integration, I think, with your phone with gaming systems. Totally uh, okay with that. To be honest, like, well, it was a PlayStation. I don't know what it's called. It's just a trivia game. But you basically just go to a website and oh, um, it's the PlayStation. It's like a group of four games, it's yeah, like it's, brain teasers or some shit. Well, almost. there's one that uh, it's the liar game that we play. But you yeah. make up a lot. Like it's a they they bring up a statement and not quiz you, that much. It's they have a statement and then you're supposed to put the answer and everyone puts in a lie. What yeah, you make it up to be. I wish then, I could remember the name. And everyone chooses what answer. And if you fibbage, the best fibbage. Life, fibbage, yeah. yeah. So we, I played it the other day with Gina's family, and there's like eight of us, and we all we could all do it because we all had smartphone, you know, so we all connected to that. So stuff like that I think is pretty cool, or even like Hearthstone, which is a good kind of game for a tablet. Yeah. But it's also hooked up to, you know, servers, and it's more of a PC game still. But you can do stuff like that, but I don't think, I ultimately, I really don't think that gaming will ever be, like, mainstream on a phone. Like, I don't ever think oh, Nintendo is banking on it. Well, so. they gaming, can try, it's but not I like, don't. Yeah, it's not like everyone who has if, a phone if, will also be playing video if, games. If Ninten- not video games in the sense the type of... of if Nintendo thinks that they're going to make their next console basically be a phone, they're going to be fucked over hard. Because you know what? That market is so damn saturated, and it's so hard to get into. Yeah. Well, like, it imagine- is it's incredibly hard, because there's studies that show that, like, once a person buys a phone, having them change brands is near impossible. It really is. Yeah. Like the, the change rate is, is incredibly low. Yeah, and the iPhone has such a massive percentage of that. The only people they who only are, have like fifty percent, fifty percent of an entire market. That's. I wish I had fifty percent of a market. Like I don't know. Like that's that's a lot. And for like, think about the people who would buy a Nintendo phone. I probably wouldn't. Well, that's but, the thing is, I don't think it's like a phone per se. I think it's like a. Like I imagine it's going to be something similar to Wii U, where you're going to have a console home. But instead of the gamepad being like a TV in and of itself, it would be something that maybe you could take with you, right? And That's... would that be so bad if you're on a train going to PAX and you're just like, I want to? So, well, okay so it's a DS, a DS with with uh, <laughs> so it's a DS. I mean, no one knows what it is, but when when you take you know release of a new console in context of we really want the mobile space for some reason, it's because it's big in Japan. Yeah. Like, people in Japan play games on their phone. That's all they fucking do, pretty much. Yeah. No handhelds in Japan. Like, in Japan, like... No, the 3D when no, no, no. Handhelds are crazy. Dude, the 3DS yeah. But there's a lot con- more no phones console. there. Well, yeah, there's a lot more phones. But, dude, the 3DS is the highest selling both games. It's games, revenue, profits, console, hardware. The 3DS has the most sales in Japan. It does, but if you but if you were to, like, go to Japan right now... You're going to see a lot more people playing phone games than you do playing 3DS. Well, that's the same. Here. That's the same here. Like in terms of, but just, in a place where the 3DS has the highest sales rates, you would expect. to Well, see you have people 3DS. playing phone games because you're outside and not on the train and play phone games, but but nothing good's coming out for the fucking 3DS, anyways. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say? No, I just I don't know. I lost my train of thought, but yeah, I I don't know. It's just. I can see, like, your concern. I don't think that gaming is going to be wiped out by mobile games. Uh, well, that's not, it doesn't have to be wiped out. It's just when... If mobile becomes the baseline quality, then gaming becomes a, a useless proposition now. Depends. If I'm only ever going to get two FPSs a year, right? If, if the only... <laughs> there's, like, Battlefield, Call of Duty, and then mobile games, pretty much. Yeah, but what if the mobile games just end up being literally just DS games? Then give me a... Give me a DS. I know, but I don't want a touchscreen phone. I want fucking buttons and a D-pad. 
But as long as the demand is there for the kind for the game for games like Tactics and Final Fantasy and Battlefield to be played on a console in high resolution, as long as that market's there, people will keep making games for them. That's the thing is, I mean, I mean, like I I feel like if any game would do well on mobile, it would be something like Tactics, right? Because it's basically just it makes sense. It's a grid, like yeah, but. I I can't support it on principle. <laughs> you could just as easily just release this on the DS. To be honest, no. my phone doesn't have the battery to really play games. Yeah, much. and that's the other thing is like if I played on my if I were to play Tactics on my iPhone six, I'd play it for like two hours somewhere and then my phone's dead. Well, that's the thing is having a, having a charger. dedicated set of hardware means you get a lot of longevity and you know you don't need as much to do more. It's sad that he's doing that. I just feel like that's a fad right now. Like oh, let's get into the space, but I just don't think it'll ever be successful. Like massively successful unless the hardware just really changes drastically yeah sorry I'm looking up the next the next bit on our radar alright so let's move on Mewtwo officially arrives April 28th mm-hmm. uh, April 15th if you did the stupid Club Nintendo thing where you registered your game within five days and joined Club Nintendo uh, which you did not do so we'll have to wait until the 28th thanks Obama it might like but, have auto done it for me but I can't figure out what my login was so. yeah well is, I mean are those skills that's just the same as the old ones for Mewtwo well and Lucas um, I guess might be an April Fool's joke. So. Well, that's the thing is I don't know, I, but it doesn't. If, look if like that's it's true, then, it, then I think I'm Lucas, a happy, happy man because I love Lucas. Depends how much they're charging. It looks like Lucas is coming to Smash Four. Lucas in a Smash. Um, like they keep saying, like it's still on IGN. It's not. It's not fake. Like it, it's. It's looking real, and they had like an entire trailer built up for it where they used the in-game well, engine. I, I, Lucas was is way better than Ness. Ness yeah, is so and Lucas stupid. is like one of your favorite characters. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Mewtwo looks bomb and will be great when he comes back. And we're going to be getting Lucas, which so I think. I'll, is yeah, I'll be. Great. I'm actually. I'm kind of with Ken though. I'll be curious as to what the pricing scheme is because if they literally yeah. come it's like, like ten bucks, do you want to get ten bucks for just Mewtwo? I'll be like, fuck that, no. I would do it. Uh, no, well, you know that we'll play it enough to make up. I that $10 would never do. When's that? the last time you played Smash? Well, it, over the law, the course yeah, of the case, like months. once I get out of school, you know that we will play <laughs> enough Smash. Like one. Well, someday the dream lives on, but <laughs> but I would I would pay for that. Like for a new Smash character, bucks, that's no unprecedented. Way. Ten bucks for Mewtwo and Lucas and Stages, sure. And the the thing totally is too right is Nintendo them. posted a poll and they're asking the community what they want, who they want to see in Smash next. Is it existing oh, characters or, or is it red? anybody? Anybody? <laughs> well, no. So is it a fill? Like, is, does the poll have set names or is it you? No, like, you just you enter in. in. You yeah. could be like, I want Four Chan to be a character. They uh, Wonder Red. Who's Wonder Red? The the main character from One Hundred Wonderful One Hundred One. Yeah, I, I haven't played that one. I haven't Apparently either. But, great, but but the two best friends have put up a thing on Facebook. They're like. Vote this now. Vote for Wonder Red. Chance to get Wonder Red and me. I want to. I don't know. That's the thing. Who would even be like? Like I mean, when you bring in Shulk, the bar is set so low that anyone can come. Anyone in. I want can come in. I'd want Snake back. I want. <laughs> I want Knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I would Knuckles love for life. Knuckles. That would be the best. He'd be like, he'd just be Little Mac. <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, if of all of those, I'd want. Egg Except Man. he could fly. Except he could fly. I if I had to choose one for the slot, I'd want Eggman. 
I would want Eggman would be Bond Eggman with the different character boss. costumes and stuff. Dun, 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 that would be awesome. Yeah. Just give me an entire Sonic pack of all Sonic characters That's that the I thing. can play. They, they need to fill out some of the lesser represented, like yeah, Amy Rose as there. a DDD clone. Like I don't want six fucking Zelda characters. Get rid of Toon Link and give me another Sonic character. Get rid of Shulk because fuck Shulk. Yeah, the Monado. Monado. Give give us Snake and uh, oh fuck Raiden. Raiden would be awesome. I mean, they can't put Raiden in there, but I don't know. I, I mean, don't think they can, or else they would have. Because we're after you don't think that right? they own him. Or like well, I don't think the they rights. have a, a way. Well, to, yeah. well, that's why Snake left in the first place, right? Is they they, they couldn't like Konami, renew yeah. the rights with Konami or whatever. So yeah, who would you choose, Ken, if you could? I don't know. I'm trying to even if think you of, had to pick someone new and not. That's what I'm trying. Right. I'm trying to think of like really great franchises God, in the Nintendo world. Robotnik would be so. Funny. I said if I had to choose from Sonic, it'd definitely be Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, he Robotnik would be in his egg thing, but he would be Bowser Junior. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that's the thing. It's make... like Knuckles would literally be a little Matt clone whose up B is um, Charizard, not Charizards, but uh, fuck, what is that dude's name? Uh, Meta Knight. Meta Knight. <laughs> yeah. He just spuds the fly. And then you have uh, Robotnik be <laughs> Bowser Jr. Just shoot little Robotnik enemies. Yeah. He'd be like a mix between Bowser Jr. and uh, DDD. Right? Because he could throw out the Sonic enemies or something. Like, you should. You could have Sonic and Tails a la Ice Climbers. Oh. So that Tails can just die over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want. I want to. I mean, I want to see. I mean, who would you? Who would you have? I'm trying to. Even I already said Knuckles. Like, just give me. Knuckles. Yeah, but so new. new, from like a, a new yeah, from a new a series. Completely that's new the series. Hard, yeah. I I don't. I that's that's definitely hard because they've done so many of them already. Bayonetta. Do they even give uh, Spike from Cowboy Bebop? If I had to just choose a random. Well, no, but I'm like, like, like an actual Nintendo's game. domain that yeah. they could actually get Nintendo's domain or like the video game domain in general. Um, uh, that would be tough because they can't. They're not going to get like Kratos or anyone like yeah. that because they never Kratos get the rights. Be, yeah, they would never get the rights to that. And then again, we said they would never get the rights to something like Snake or Sonic. I would like did. for them to get some Final Fantasy characters in there if they. Could. Well, I was going to say like Cloud, Cloud, enough. Cloud would be bomb. Well, we even played that like cracked Weaver. I never got to play yeah. it, but I heard the stories yeah, where Cloud has. Or like, someone like um, what's the person for Virgil from Devil May Cry or um, yeah, Dante, Dante. Well, Dante and Virgil should fucking be. In there, but, yeah. But those are like Sony. Those are Sony ones. Yeah. Or no, they're not Sony's. But they're are they Konami? Mm, Dante and Virgil, Capcom, Capcom. There you go. Uh, yeah, you'll never see them in a in a, in Smash. So I'm trying, I'm trying to think of an actual... like Street Fighter characters, like Ryu. No, because maybe. they would never get the rights for that. Because yeah. they well, we're, we're, this is a dream world. Remember this? Well, no, we're trying to stay within. Like, yeah. who could? Who do you think you could legit? Like Nintendo could legit get. That's new, maybe even from a game that's not represented in the current roster, right? That's what I was trying to. Th- like, I'm actually even going through like a list of. That's the, the problem is there hasn't been enough IPs to like. I'm trying to think. Nintendo, what if, yeah. can, we, can we even list IPs that aren't even on there? Not even just characters. Like we're just, I'm just saying like I, Nintendo IPs. Um, well, they have one from every. Yeah, also, Nintendo Waluigi. Even again, not that doesn't fall under I the umbrella. I would actually love sure. to have Waluigi. He'd be so funny. Be if you made him really wah, stupid, wah, 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 yeah. wah, like, wah, like, yeah. it would be nice to have another Samus or Metroid character. But who? What are you? You have yeah. to get Dark Samus and just make it a, a 
you know, palette swap kind of thing. But just put Ditto in there and just have Ditto copy everybody. Ditto copy like, like, everybody. Literally just they need less Pokemon in that game. No, <laughs> no more Pokemon. All 750 oh, Pokemon Jesus in Smash. Christ. Which they're going to have with fucking uh, Pokin or whatever it is, the, the Pokemon Tekken game that they're oh making. Oh my god. What? They're you making a, po- a Tekken-style Pokemon I'm pretty sure game. we talked about that one. We, we, we might have. It might have just been you and I, but yeah, I don't know. True. But yeah, I can't think that's of a any... That's one. That's the thing is, is an, an IP they have never done off the top of my head is hard to choose. Like, well, they've, they've done been, most they've, of their best characters already. Well, even, even, even their not best characters. Yeah. Game & Watch is in the game. But Game & Watch is a lord, Duck a hunt. dark lord. Right? Like, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Well, that's what I'm trying to think of even, like, just IPs that we haven't even, like... Altair game. Assassin's oh Creed. Yeah. Well, they Bayonetta, can get that either like said. that would be in... in well, I'm sure, Assassin's Creed, like, I'm sure Assassin's Creed would be willing to sell out seeing as they fucking have, like, Assassin's Creed, like, become an Indian man. Like, land. Do, like, assassinate Gandhi. Yeah, like, alright. Well, I mean, let's hit that real quick. So they, they announced Assassin's Creed Chronicles. Three different games. There's one in China was Which one is gonna India. be bomb. You know that's no, gonna be No, fuck. Awesome. Like, literally, Assassin's really doesn't exist there. Actually. There's fucking ninjas there. Pagodas. Not in China. Well, the, the whole act, China. the entire, like, even, like, there aren't ninjas in China, but they're basically just, like... China like, never, didn't even have, like, stealth people. Sun Tzu didn't allow that. He just had betrayers. Well, that's what I'm saying, like, I don't <laughs> this, know. The, 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 the ninja in China I just, at, at this point, at this point it, just seem, it just seems like Assassin's Creed is just such a money grab right now. It like, is. We have, so we've got, we've got Assassin's Creed pirates. We've got Assassin's Creed, like, ninjas. We've got Assassin's Creed, like... Chinaman and like well, Turk gunmen. And next is gonna be like stale. next. There's gonna be an Assassin's Creed in the future where you're a Martians, like, and we're setting up our assassin colony on we Mars. We need to get the the Apple of Eden or whatever from Mars. Yeah. Assassin's yeah. Creed Luna, the Red Planet. <laughs> Assassin's Creed the Expanse, and then it's like Assassin's Creed like caveman style. Like I don't know, it's the, just, first the first that's first the first assassin. assassin. The only thing that differentiates him from other cavemen is his club. <laughs> <laughs> His hidden club his that hidden he stores in his loincloth. <laughs> 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 um, I, I don't know. The quickest way to ruin any game: make it an annual franchise. That's, that's and they're not. It's not an they annual franchise anymore. It's that's three games like, in a tri- year or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Triannual. It's franchise. just so sad because they have nothing else though. Well, well that is literally yeah. the that that's just. That's EA, that's Ubisoft, that's all those different games. Like The people who are determined to ruin gaming forever. Well, and as we've discussed before, video games are a thin margin, right? Like, it's hard to make actual money. No, that's the, the thing. The development it's... cost of a video game is astronomical. Actually, go, actually, go look at how critically acclaimed Divinity Original Sin was. Okay, It got almost universally 10 out of 10 from any review from official to non-official. Four and a half million dollars yeah. it cost to make that game. How much did it make? It's it's made more than that. The problem paid the, off the, all their debts and the, they're the problem making profit. The problem that video games are hard to make. It's or have margins thin. It's triple A titles have thin margins, mm. and it's it's, and it's, it's their it's own the, damn fault. Yeah, they spend so much money on marketing they don't have to spend. If like, you're gonna even, have a game, you have like, to reach the elusive casual gamer, the non gamer who you can convert. You know, you've got two hundred fifty million this dollars. Is, to do business one one. You make a small game with a low budget, but reaches a lot of people. Or you make a really big game, it's gonna reach a million, like a thousand bazillion people. The problem is, like, you've got these AAA titles, like, people like Amalar, like, they're putting 300, 400 million dollars into just making the game. That's even, like, all the Call of Duty stuff. That's even, or maybe not Call of Duty, but that's. But a that lot. means you have to get 5 million that's people what I'm to saying. Pay your game off. Yeah, exactly. And it's just not, it's just not coming that way with all of these. So it's just easy to, to, 
like take an seeing, IP that exists and just rehash it because it costs less because all the models are made, all the things. Well, yeah, and so we begin to see an inverse, like intersection, right, where cost keeps going up and quality is just tanking continuously. Yeah. They've proved that they that the big players in this industry do not give a shit about indie really game, good indie, game anymore. Small indie like, games that like at least on Steam, like a lot of them are being kickstarted. They do pretty well. <laughs> well, and they're also. All really good, like, like when you get a lot more good indie games than you get good big release games. I, I would be willing to bet. even like Pills of Eternity just came out, and I hear that it's. I've heard that's bomb. I heard that's making. I heard it's buggy as shit. Bugged as fuck. No co-ops. I'll never play it. Yeah, well, they they made it to be an old like it's like Baldur's Gate. It's game. basically a new age yeah. Baldur's game. I'll play like that. Game. I'll play that no. in a few weeks when they work all the bugs out. I don't know if I ever play. Well, I hate just that, had a that art style bothers me to no end. I hated the reason I hated Baldur's Gate. I didn't hate Baldur's Gate, but those games is because I hated looking at that. Like well, those games the, are ugly Divinity, Divinity literally very is everything. Yeah, it looks great, smooth. It's everything I love. Only there was more than three armor sets in that fucking game. Yeah, so. Someone beat uh, Bloodborne in 44 minutes. Yeah, not surprising considering you can beat Dark Souls 2 in like 15 minutes. So. Yeah, with glitches and stuff like that. So, like, it's basically this guy used a, a cloning glitch where he like cloned himself and was able. I guess to is push this even like a big deal because minutes. well, Bloodborne is, to them, Bloodborne is supposed to be the spiritual successor to Dark Souls 2. Well, yeah, but he did. But, but, but you just said he, just he beat it through a glitch. So, what's so is it really like an? So it's still one of those things where you're like, "Holy shit!" Someone beat it in 44 minutes, and you're like, "Well, he used a glitch." It's just kind of interesting. Like those, you know, those games are. I mean, back in the day, I remember like Plus, I could beat Mario like World Two by like running through the first take, level, like, two going, pipes going through the, the pipe, finding secret yeah. piping in the last boss. But like, it just even if he, they did, did it, congrats to them. That's not like that, that's not that's no fun. That's yeah. the, you lose the whole point of playing uh, the game. Bloodborne seems like it's a lot less fun than the last ones were to me. Grindy, 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 grindy. It's not grindy, even grindy. grindy anymore. It's there's no like shields or anything. Like it's all about move and attack. There's like five weapons. That's all you get. Your clothes look like shit. <laughs> like it doesn't. It doesn't. It's very Western version of those games. They dumbed it down and made it easier from like Dark Souls two. Just for accessibility, I guess. Like, I don't know what their justification was for. I suppose. I mean, like, I've watched the Super Best Friends LP, the first, like, their first episode, and it doesn't look as. It looks slightly more accessible than Dark Souls, but not by much. It still looks like something that if you don't know those kinds of games, you'll there will be a a steep. Well, yeah, it's all there. I mean, FromSoft's always going to make their games that way. But when I when I look at the LP for Dark Souls Two that they did versus the one they're doing for Bloodborne now, it's. They seem like they're just walking through this one, whereas, you know, just trying to teach Wooly how to play took, like, half the fucking LP and it didn't even stop. Well, but now Wooly knows how to play, and that's yeah, a, and they're a both, big difference. It doesn't matter, though. Like, I don't know. It just, it's a lot easier. Like, all the mechanics have been made a lot easier. It doesn't, and that doesn't appeal to me. Well, you know, the, the harder game doesn't appeal to you either. Party doesn't appeal to because I don't want to put the time in when I have other games to play. Yeah, totally going to try to railroad this a little bit. I would totally want Isaac from Golden Sun in, Yo, even though, even though he's, back, a, he's, a tro- well, he's a trophy. Yeah, I was just thinking of like franchises. Golden Sun's one of my favorite yeah. games of all and time. Never just having out. him or like just having like a master of like vision. Well, you would have Isaac and you would have. Uh, fuck. Do you want the girl or what's her, the guy with the red? Well, hair? so in the first one, it was Isaac Garrett Chrono from Chrono Trigger. Mm. Maybe is he's our he's a trophy too. I thought is he? There's someone from Chrono Trigger or Chrono something that's a trophy. I guess I don't really. I just know that I really like 
golden son. Well, so yeah. Isaac or his like son in the third one, whose name escapes me right now. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, golden. Son. I didn't be down for a, a um, did a for a Kingdom Hearts splice if you put like Sora in there. Oh, now, yeah. how, did we, how did we forget <laughs> Kingdom Hearts? Because well, that's a Sony thing. It's a Sony thing. It's just because of the Disney that I thought of. But like, yeah, if you had like a Sora in there. <sighs> Sora, the the fucking betrayer, imposter, <laughs> key blade wielder. Yeah, I uh, that would be a good one. Okay, so I watched. They released a video of the first twenty five minutes of Mortal Kombat story, and I I was watching it just like I wasn't. I was. I told you guys the other day. I was watching those those kids in my class who were sitting in front of me watch it, and it looks so interesting. Have like, you seen the trailer where they they. Reveal the predators in the game. Yes, that is the best yes. trailer I've ever seen. Have you seen that? No, it's starting to take over. By just Go saw it, it like today, Tell but me. basically, like, so there's they're having like four characters show up that are just like characters from other stuff. So they're gonna have Jason from from, from uh, Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, Predator, and then two people who I don't know who the fuck they are. Um, there's some guy that's like. Soundwave or something. It's not Soundwave, but it's it's a similar tremor, I think. Or something yeah, like just that, some other people. But they do this thing where for each of their reveals, they had to per- they would play like theme music for it, and they would have the person walk forward from darkness and just to stand there. And then they do the one for the predator, and everyone else is walking forward, and then you hear the like, <laughs> like the predator noise, and he unmaterializes, turns his invisibility off, and he's standing there. Fucking so good, dude! I'll never play this game, but it's so <laughs> yeah, it was super odd. Like he's standing in front of all of them, it's like. <laughs> um, let's see, what is what? How is it that like this shit is all over IGN, and then I look for it, and I can't find it. I don't understand. I don't care when it takes place. Show me the bonus characters. Old and new. Old and new. Okay, oh, here we go. Like, um, was that just like a penis spider leg that came out of that woman's uh, thigh? Yeah, that chick's gross. Predator. It's Jason Voorhees, Jason. Predator. Uh, go on, go on. Oh, here we go. Tanya and Tremor. Tanya yeah, and Tremor. I don't know yeah, I don't are, remember but... who Tanya is. But, but Predator yeah. being in that game is... Tremor is the guy's name. Yes. That's going to turn I honestly, I because, because based upon what I saw, like with the... I don't know if it's there's a single um, because the the person you play as you were it looked like you were playing as Johnny Cage so yeah, I don't know this one's all about the Cage family so so do you play as Johnny Cage for the whole story then because that's what I'm, I doubt if it. they have that because they had this it was awesome they had like these super cinematic cutscenes and then it would like blend perfectly into you fighting a guy and then the, and then you go on with more cutscenes if they have one of those for every character. I would play that game. I would fucking play that game. It'd be so awesome. Can you imagine like the predators? I just have never been into fighting. (laughs) I'm not into that. I'm not that into fighting games either. But that kind of story to me just looks really. I'll never give a shit about Mortal Kombat story, but I like like I actually like fighting games. But I hate that to be like competitive fighting game. You need to get an arcade stick. Because I've never had. And you also have to know the exact combos, like doing yeah, fatalities. Like, so I hard like in Mortal Kombat. It's so like, hard. We have so much fun when we play like Naruto or Soul Calibur or whatever. Like, well, that's because those are just like the really like dumbed down is the wrong word. But it's, Soul Calibur is a hugely those are competitive game. games, but they're not in Naruto. The same way. Isn't Naruto is just. I, I guess I don't include Soul Butterfly Calibur. Butterfly Choji makes Naruto a joke. Like game. I consider Naruto and like Smash to be sort of like soft. Like the soft core crowd, like fighting games. Yeah, know? and then you've got Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, the mm-hmm. real like the real hard with like Soul Calibur. Well, and Melee technically is a huge competitive game. 
Yeah. But yeah, October 27th. Okay, Halo 5, Halo 5 is coming out. It has a release date on October 27th. We might have to buy an X-Bone, guys, because... I'd rather have, get a PS4. I can't get they enough have, of this well, story. So I'll get an X-Bone then, because they have a deal right now for like 350 bucks for an X-Bone and a bunch of shit, so... Well, they, GameStop had, was having a deal for a while, and I don't know if they're still doing it, but you, you can trade in your old Xbox or PS3 and get $175 towards a PS4 or, or shit, an Xbox. they're still doing that, I'll go tomorrow. Yeah, so... <laughs> but yeah, they have official release date. I haven't gotten to watch the trailer yet. The fucking multiplayer looks bomb. It, like, it's looking better and better. And I've always we'll loved it. Will never interest me. The story, though, yeah. they're the cold Co-op. story. Co-op yeah. story, baby. <laughs> so it's it's coming. And uh, I just have been watching the Final Fantasy 15 stuff. I just that's getting to me. I really want to play it. Now. I watched the first like 15 minutes of the Super Best Friends LP for the demo, and it's just <laughs> like ridiculous. Prompto. Yeah. The fucking main oh, character God. is literally just Final Fantasy Sasuke. It's so stupid. And his voice does not fit with him. Yeah. Like, the main, I don't know what his it's name is. It's a little is too even. deep. But yeah, he's like, alright guys, let's go. Sasuke didn't. Like, he, his <laughs> hair, he's literally just like, the second time skip Sasuke. Yeah. He should just have like an electric snake sword that comes out of his back and all that shit. But yeah, but 15 will be, it looks like it'll be good, but I would That and I just Kingdom Hearts. Play it. And Kingdom Hearts 3? Oh my god, Kingdom Hearts 3. 15 and Kingdom Hearts are looking great. And 15 is looking better and better. Like, 15 is going to be like one of those games that I feel like at least you and I, if we LP it, you and I should do it. Well, it's going wanna... to be a huge letdown, I feel. Probably. Sure. Something, be, it's but... been in the making for any game that, yeah, it's just any great game because... that's in development for that long. It just. I don't know. I just think it would even be funny because there's so many characters, the voice and stuff. Like, half the fun of Kingdom Hearts is having all those characters and voicing all of them. I'm still of the God, opinion that we should play Star every Wars single Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts game. Before no, Kingdom Hearts 2 comes out, we should LP like, everyone and do voiceover. Half of them are on like mobile or on a handheld. Oh, so. we'll figure it out. I don't want to play handheld. I played. I don't have to. I played. Uh, I don't want to be there. I played one of them with the, the, card, the card game. One that actually was Chain of Memories. Fun. That was actually surprisingly the fun. card game with Chain of Memories. Yeah, but then you were like, I'm like Roxas, dude, and then I'm fighting. I'm trying to find this girl who's like probably the heartless of like the Kyrie girl or whatever she is, and then. Marluxia. Yeah. And then, like, the, the like, the gang people who try to save you are just good guys. I don't know. It was really weird. Yeah. But. I have some good video ideas for Kingdom Hearts just with the story, and we'll discuss them afterwards because I don't want to spoil them, but there's some ideas that I want to do. Um, new Episode 7 trailer is going to be coming out with Age of Ultron! I'm ah! like, not terribly excited for the Star Wars. I'm stoked. Stuff. Really? Shut up. You die. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. I was actually... I'm so excited. I don't know. Star Wars. I'm not, like... I never really got into Star Wars that much. I'm reservedly excited, I would say. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously it's great because Star Wars is just sort of, like, a classic franchise. And you always like seeing well, classic a, franchises. It's the ultimate, like, well. sci-fi. But, like, maybe... Well, maybe I started because a war somewhere, but yeah. I feel like the I feel like the first three... <laughs> were somewhere just, in the far corners of Nerdum, yeah. you just ignited a shooting war. I need a fucking it's been, in my it was, mailbox. It's a cold war for a long time and now it's just gone hot Addison Waldo thanks to you anyways go on Ken I, I, I would just say I, I might have the, the first three were just a little too outdated for me when I saw them and the, the, the last three were just a little too shitty for me so two and three weren't bad but that's just kind of where I sit with well everyone knows that the first the, the first three that were the last three that were the first three canonically are shit like have you guys ever heard of like the right way to watch yes the machete order and stuff like that yeah Yeah. being high five six two three uh no four five two three six six. 
Yep, and you don't even watch one. Have you guys seen... I don't know if you're going to talk about it. Yeah, you don't watch one. Which mostly eliminates Jar Jar, which That's is great. Perfect. Have you guys heard about the recuts of episode of the different epi- the different movies? There's one. There, there's one I actually watched. It recuts all of episode two and three. It cuts those two movies down to an hour and a half and removes all the junk. And I it's just a lot faster. Mo- like you've like Jar Jar's completely gone. It takes the first fifteen minutes of episode one, I think, and then Jar and then everything else. You have to know who Qui Gon is somewhat. Yeah, but. yeah. It takes like the like it literally starts with like. You you have the opening scene and then it's like you see the ship is like flying in and then it just cuts straight to the fight with with Qui Gon and Darth Maul. So you see the opening ship where their where their ship is flying towards the Trade Federation and then straight to the Darth Maul Qui Gon fight where Qui Gon dies. Spoilers. And then you cut out most of Episode Two and then you go to Episode Three and you cut out a lot of the junk from that and it's just like all of the best parts of the movie. And then you watch four, five, and six normally. I have the high ground. I have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> you underestimate my power! <laughs> <laughs> Padme, I love you! Oh, no. man. No! God, stop. Yeah, okay, that. no on three. That's that up for this week. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. I'm Ken. No! Nerds, Steve here with Sack Incorporated to remind you to follow us on the social media platforms. That's right, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us there at Sack Incorporated. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching for Sack Incorporated and pressing that sweet, sweet little button. And don't forget to send us emails at sackingpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts, your comments, questions, concerns, neuroses, and psychoses. Give us your opinion on things we've talked about previously, or give us suggestions for topics to talk about in the future. That's sackingpodcast at gmail.com.